Good evening from Taxi Point. Today is Christmas Eve and in this special edition Taxi Point News Briefing, we look at the top stories from 2020. Very few could have predicted the year we have all just lived through. Never has the word unprecedented been used so often. The news has been full of stories we weren't ever expecting to read about. It's certainly been a year that many will wish to forget. But in this edition, we want to take you through some of the quite unforgettable trade news we covered at Taxi Point. In January, the police sparked taxi trade confusion and questions were asked about when it's legal to interact with a mobile device whilst driving. An Uber driver was given a suspended sentence for exposing himself to a female passenger during a London trip. The private hire Uber driver who exposed himself to a passenger he picked up was given the suspended sentence. Nadim Avsal, 51 of Chigwell, was sentenced to 12 months imprisonment, suspended for two years on the 2nd of January at Kingston Crown Court. A 10-year sexual harm prevention order was made and Avsal was also put on the sex offenders register for 10 years. He pleaded guilty to one charge of exposure, contrary to the Sexual Offences Act 2003, at a hearing on the 6th of November in 2019. Sergeant Johnny Harris from the Met's Roads and Transport Command said, Avzal preyed on his female passenger in his minicab and was extremely persistent in his sexual advances and behaviour, leaving the passenger feeling scared and vulnerable. The victim showed courage coming forward to police and reporting Avsal, who is now a registered sex offender and can no longer work as a cab driver. In February, a London Uber driver was ordered to pay almost £2,000 for refusing to take a guide dog. And we reported that Heathrow electric taxi charge point prices were spiralling, forcing cabbies to run off petrol engines. The high electric taxi charging costs brought in by Heathrow Airport had forced drivers to run off more cost-effective petrol range extenders. The high cost of charging had seen the rapid chargers lie largely unused, with it being cheaper to run the new LEVC TX electric taxi off the petrol-extended range system within the vehicles. The price cabbies were paying to use the charging facilities at Heathrow stood at over 39p per kilowatt, In comparison, prices at motorway stations had been set at around 30p per kilowatt and rapid charges located in central London were priced between 20 to 30p. According to sources, Heathrow had received a £165,000 grant from the capital's transport regulators, Transport for London, to support the installation of rapid charges in the taxi feeder park. But it was argued that the high price increases were negating the zero emission capability of the vehicle, thus unnecessarily adding to the local pollution. In March, as the pandemic took hold, it was confirmed that taxi drivers could continue working during the latest COVID-19 isolation measures. But during that same week, we reported that taxis had started to stack up as many rental drivers were unable to afford weekly payments. One of the biggest stories to come out in April was the news that the London Black Taxi app Free Now was merging with minicab app Captain in a bid to become the market number one. Free Now, a leading London Black Cab app, had announced that it would merge with its sister company Captain, London's number two ride-hailing app. The merger was to make both services available through a single app 
and they said it had been undertaken with the aim to provide drivers with more passengers, deliver greater consumer convenience and to develop a fleet of sufficient size to rival the competition as a number one market player. London's Free Now app would have the largest electric fleet in Europe and ensure passengers are able to order both iconic black cabs and private hire vehicles at the touch of a button. By bringing the two businesses together, Freenow said they would have the scale and passenger base to become the number one market player with access to over 35,000 drivers using the app in London alone. The merger was also to ensure black cabs are available to a wider user base across the capital. May brought welcome news for the self-employed as the HMR gave details of how to make the first SEISS support claim. And we reported that up to 75,000 UK taxi drivers could take legal action against Mercedes-Benz in a new emissions scandal. Tens of thousands of taxi drivers in the UK were reported that they could bring a legal claim worth up to £5,000 each against Mercedes-Benz after the German car giant was accused of cheating emissions tests. London litigation law firm Harkus Parker was investigating claims on behalf of 500,000 UK Mercedes owners, which includes 75,000 owners of diesel Mercedes V-Class and Vito taxis. The claim was that the luxury car manufacturer had installed unlawful defeat devices to dodge emissions laws. It meant that while in test, the vehicles appeared to conform with EU emissions regulations. But once out on the road, they actually pumped out up to 10 times more potentially lethal NOx emissions than they were allowed to emit. Harkers Parker claimed that customers overpaid for their vehicles as a result of the alleged defeat device and are entitled to compensation. Lawyers were also concerned that after a fix is applied by Mercedes, drivers could see higher fuel and servicing bills. And although it was too early to tell, there was an implication that there may also be drop in resale prices. In June, the DFT issued guidance on face coverings and we reported that a taxi driver had been sentenced to jail for currying two kilos of cocaine to the northeast. Two drug couriers, one believed to be either a private hire car driver or Hackney Carriage taxi driver from the Wirral, had brought two kilos of cocaine to the northeast and had been jailed after police stopped their car and found bundles of cash and drugs inside. Scotton and Taskin were working for a Liverpool crime gang when they drove to South Tyneside on 21st of June last year. But their trip north did not go unnoticed as police pulled over the Ford Mondeo and discovered two parcels of cocaine worth a total of £32,000 as well as £26,000 in cash inside. Scotton of Liverpool and Taskin of Wirral were swiftly arrested and the drugs and cash subsequently seized. Both men admitted money laundering and possession of Class A drugs with intent to supply when they appeared at Newcastle Crown Court. Scotton, 29, was jailed for six years and driver Taskin, 47, was sentenced to four years and nine months behind bars. David Callan, representing Taskin, who was 47, said he was an extremely hard-working taxi driver who, apart from these incidents, had led a blameless life. In July, taxi driver eyebrows were raised as a new all-electric 260-mile range Mercedes-Benz e-Vito arrived on the market. And new government statutory standards for taxi and private hire vehicle passengers were released.
In August, the real impact of the pandemic was certainly being felt as we reported that black taxi numbers had tumbled by nearly a quarter since spring 2015. And in other news, Uber outlined that they were set to buy the UK taxi and private hire tech booking firm Autocab. In September, the DFT issued more advice on face masks and we reported that new taxi and private hire industry tax checks could earn the government an extra £65 million in revenue. The new tax checks for all taxi and private hire drivers could earn the government the extra £65 million each year in revenue, according to a report. The government had published its latest policy paper, which details plans to bring in conditional tax registration for all renewed taxi and private hire applications in England and Wales. Individuals and companies applying for licences to either drive a taxi or private hire vehicle or to operate a private hire business will be subject to the tax check from April 2022. The measure also affects licensing bodies in England and Wales that administer those licence applications. The government suggests the hidden economy, which consists of individuals and businesses with sources of taxable income that are entirely hidden from HMRC, could be worth an extra £65 million each year in the taxi and private hire industry alone by 2026. The hidden economy tax gap, the difference between the amount of tax that should in theory be collected by HMRC and what is actually collected, is estimated to be a huge £2.6 billion for 2018 to 2019 across all industries. In October, Sean Bailey told us of his London mayoral taxi plan to open up road access, knowledge scholarships and minicab caps. And we brought the news that ride-hailing firm Ola had been found not fit and proper to hold a private hire operator's licence in London. Transport for London had refused to grant Ola a new London private hire vehicle operator's licence as it could not find it fit and proper to hold one after discovering a number of failures that could have risked public safety. TfL regulate London's taxi and private hire trades, which is designed to ensure passenger safety. As part of licensing conditions, private hire operators must meet rigorous regulations and demonstrate to TfL that they do so in order to operate. Ola had been operating in London since February 2020 and had recently made TfL aware of a number of failures that had potential public safety consequences. These included historic breaches of the licensing regime that led to unlicensed drivers and vehicles undertaking more than 1,000 passenger trips on behalf of Ola, and a failure to draw these breaches to TfL's attention immediately when they were first identified. Applicants have a right to appeal a decision not to grant a licence to a magistrate's court within 21 days, and Ola can continue to operate pending the outcome of that appeal process. Ola's UK Managing Director responded at the time by saying, At Ola, our core principle is to work closely, collaboratively and transparently with regulators such as TfL. We've been working with TfL during the review period and have sought to provide assurances and address the issues raised in an open and transparent manner. Ola will take the opportunity to appeal this decision and in doing so, our riders and drivers can rest assured that we will continue to operate as normal, providing safe and reliable mobility for London. In November, Dr Mike Galvin offered his opinion on the future of the London Black Taxi.
and we brought news that in Northern Ireland, eligible taxi drivers could receive a £1,500 cash boost. And as December draws to a close, unsurprisingly, the most read story this month is that the self-employed are watching with bated breath as a furlough scheme worth 80% has been extended to the end of April. You can read all the latest taxi news at taxipoint.co.uk. You can also find our roundup of all of the top stories from 2020 in our digital magazine. Thank you very much for listening and for your support. All that remains is to wish you a very Merry Christmas. We'll be back in the new year with your weekly news roundup. Thank you. <laughs>